Hello and welcome to DDP News Today. I'm your host, Kat Dupre, and I am so excited to be talking news with you guys today. I am joined by one of the original Disney dads himself, Justin Souter. Justin, how are you doing? The OG. I'm good. I tell you, it's weird. Um, so I, for the last five days, have been in the mountains of North Carolina. And when I say like the mountains, so for someone who lives on the coast and elevation change is like a small hill, uh, this was the mountains. And I had no cell service for five days. And so I can honestly say I've been disconnected from the world and leading up to Disneyland. Uh, well, as we're recording this on June the 27th, leading up to Disneyland two weeks from tomorrow, I have been slammed trying to get back in the swing of things and ready to rock and roll out of this place in two weeks to come see not only you, but a lot of the DDP family out west in Disneyland. Cannot wait. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I am so ready for a vacation. I am so ready. I'm just, I'm ready to introduce Sophia. She went to, she went to Disneyland when she was 18 months old, but like she obviously does not remember it. So I'm excited for her to ride some of the big rides. We're hoping she is 42 inches. She, she was like this close at our local park the other day. So we'll see. We'll see. We have to get her new shoes. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I, okay. So just me and you, just me and you talking. There's some people out there are going to shame me. I don't care. Shame away. Fine. Hey, DisneyDadJustin at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, we we got little inserts for Riley's shoes when she was like really close. And that's how she got over that like 40 mark. So, yeah. Yep. No, I, I will not shame you. Like it's it's one thing if it's like an inch to an inch and a half, but it like like half an inch. Like, come on. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm excited to be talking Disney news with you. Unfortunately, I do not have any Disneyland news today, but I do have some exciting Disney World news and some Disney media news, which uh, if you know me, I'm a huge Disney movie fan. So we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. So first, I want to start off with a Disney World news. So Genie Plus is getting a new pricing structure. Did you Mm. hear about this? I have a little bit. I haven't had a chance to really dive into it. I don't think there's been a ton of details released on it. Um, but yeah, I'll let you let you tell me a little bit about it, and then I will definitely give you my opinion. Yeah, so it is now going to be, Genie Plus is going to be a per park pricing, um, as well as a per day pricing. So it's, there's still going to be like that flex pricing, um, but looks like from Disney World themselves says that beginning June 27th, Guests at Walt Disney World will now purchase Genie Plus service based on how they want to visit. Guests will be able to select either a single park option or a multiple parks option subject to availability. So they also like shared pictures of what it looks like on a mobile device. And so the the picture that they have, if you have Park Hopper, you can get Genie Plus for multiple parks. Um, and the example they have is $27 per day. And then they have Magic Kingdom only, it's $27. Um, Epcot, 18. Hollywood Studios, 24. Disney's Animal Kingdom, 16. Um, so from what I'm understanding is that those prices can still fluctuate based on the um, like the guest prediction of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is that Magic Kingdom and Park Hopper will probably always be around the same price just because Magic Kingdom is the most visited park. Um, but I, I don't, I kind of like this and I kind of don't. <laughs> uh, you know what fixes, you know, the best way to fix something that people find super complicated the best way to fix it is to add more options. Right. What are they thinking? Like that. So as as a travel advisor, like I talk to hundreds of people, 
you know, throughout the year that are planning Disney vacations. And their main thing is, I have no idea what Genie Plus is. To me and you, and to most people listening, look, we're Disney fans. We go to the parks. We kind of understand the process. This, for us, may be a good thing to where it's like, okay, well, I'm not paying a set $27 and going to Animal Kingdom. You know, it's, it's just, it's not, I'm not getting out of it what I'm paying into it at that point. So that's fine. But when you take something and you just keep adding more tiers and more levels to it, like it's becoming so overly complicated that, I mean, look, it's job security for me. So let's go. (laughs) Keep adding tiers. Like let's make it an hour by hour, park by park. I mean, let's do it. If you're wearing red, you get this price and blue, you get this price. Like let's do this thing because I will have a job forever. But Disney is, I don't know if they're trying to overthink the issue they have or if they really think this is the answer and that this will be better for people. So it's, I don't know. I'm with you as a Disney fan. If someone understands the product, I'm all for it because then I'll say, Hey, Hollywood studios, I can go over there this day. And it's going to be a little bit cheaper. Um, as for everyone else that is a, maybe visit the parks once or twice a year. <laughs> I don't know how you keep up. <laughs> I really don't anymore. Well, and like for us, we, we never used Genie Plus for Animal Kingdom. It wasn't worth it for us because Sophia and Amelia are short and can't ride the rides there. (laughs) And so it wasn't worth it for us to buy Genie Plus. We always bought it at Magic Kingdom because it is definitely worth it there. I think the day that we used it, we we even paid for my parents. And so like all together, it was like $90 Mm -hmm. and it was like worth it. Um, Excuse me. But in Hollywood Studios, in Hollywood Studios, it still wasn't like we're still like up in the air. Was it worth it? Was it not? Because there weren't a lot of rides for even Eric and I to ride because like they just don't they just don't have the they don't have all the rides, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like they don't yeah, have no, as many, they don't have as many attractions as Magic Kingdom does. So we'll just look at Disneyland. That's why Disneyland, this is what I don't understand. So Disneyland, and we're going to talk some Disneyland throughout this because I'm going to, you know, we're heading out there in two weeks. Oh yeah. Disneyland, we could pre-purchase Genie Plus for our entire duration of our stay. Set price, done. It's already, already added on. I love that. I love that aspect. But Disneyland also with two parks has more attractions than all four parks in Walt Disney World combined. Which is insane. So think about that. Like, so for me, it's worth $25 a day per person. Mm-hmm. at Disneyland and especially if I can prepay it and already have it done and I don't have to wake up at you know the crack of dawn right to make sure that I'm purchasing something and then I look at the price and I go ah do I want it but now I've got to look at it and go oh yeah what's my park reservation for it's for here okay it's 17 for here okay yeah maybe it's worth it I I don't know like I just Disneyland typically is a step behind Walt Disney World but it's almost like they've simplified it enough in Disneyland that I think it's it's fun and and for me worth it to do it out there. Whereas with Disney World, look, if you go to Magic Kingdom and you do not do Genie Plus, I think you're doing your Disney trip wrong. I tell mm-hmm. people that all the time. I just think there's no way you don't budget that into your Disney vacation. Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and go get a beverage, go get a, a snack. You know what I mean? Buy a souvenir. Like yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. I almost feel like Kath at Walt Disney World, they're kind of just throwing spaghetti at the wall with this thing and seeing what, what sticks. I can agree with that. I think, 
I think they're still trying, like, I know the parks are the most profitable part, profitable portion of the um, company right now, mm -hmm. but I think that they're still kind of at a loss of what to do <laughs> for yeah. the parks. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it, like I said, it just started today. Today is June. We are recording on June 27th. Um, so, it just started today. So, if any of you guys have used the structured pricing today or within the next week, let us know how it is. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll take your opinions. Happily. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, next announcement was... Uh, Justin, I got to ask this question first. Let's go. What is your favorite holiday? Halloween. It's not even close. You know why? Because Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear, September the uh, <laughs> the 13th through the 17th coming up, uh, where we get a great group of people down there at Halloween Horror Nights, and we do Halloween Horror Nights, Hallow's Scream, hang out in the parks, Universal Orlando, get a hold of a show to waythmetravel.com. We'll get you down there with all the fun people there. No, for real, even not even with that, Halloween <laughs> is my favorite. I just, I had to, look, I, this is five and a half years of me doing this. I know when to throw a plug, so, you know. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I so I was listening to the 300th episode today. By the yeah. way, congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and at the end of Patreon, Joe and Dan and Mike were talking about Halloween Horror Nights. If you know anything about me, I, I hate scary movies. I, I don't like <laughs> jump scares. Yeah. And like they were making me want to go. <laughs> I was like, I cannot do this. You have one, to. One, I don't have the uh, PTO for it. And two, I hate, like I hate <laughs> getting scared. <laughs> it is but, so much fun, Kat. I'm telling you that. So DDP trips are a blast. Like I love DDP trips, but they're two different things because DDP trips are family driven. It's all of us hanging out. This is just adults. It's 18 and over for anybody. If you don't, if you don't, if you're listening to the news show right now and you don't listen to Universe Unleashed, one, what are you doing? But two, our Universe Unleashed trips are only adults, 18 and over, and it is so much fun. And like last year, we watched Jacob Moore walk through that thing and just scream like a baby every single turn, and it was worth every minute that we were there. And so you got to do it at some point. Some point, you got to come down and be a part. Joe said that he screams like a girl, and he so does, like I, I, like I want to, I want to do that. I don't know if I would witness it though, because I would also be screaming my head off. But anyway, that's fine. Halloween's your favorite. My favorite holiday is Christmas, and I mm. absolutely love visiting Disney World at Christmas time. We've only been down to the Christmas time um, once, and it was like it was actually after Christmas. Um, but still, those decorations are so cool. Oh wait, no, we did it twice. Sorry, we did a November trip in twenty twenty where it was a little a little different yeah. but that's okay i still love all i love christmas decorations christmas lights christmas trees i love the feeling of christmas and last week disney um celebrated halfway to the holidays um with a awesome announcement now of course they announced the normal stuff mickey's very merry christmas party is coming back um, announced all those dates but there is a new ticketed event coming to hollywood studios called disney jollywood nights so from the description that I read, they encourage people to come dressed up in their festive holiday, mm. um, like nice stuff, kind of. Um, they said either your glitz, your holiday glitz or your festive funwear or something like that. Um, but it's a special ticketed event from, and it runs from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m., so very late. But like all uh, late night ticketed events, you have low crowds so you can ride rides you have special photo pass and character meet and greets and then of course the food they didn't really go into a lot of detail for the food but 
if it's a special ticket event, you know that it's going to be special. Uh, so yeah, so I'm in the parks a lot over the Christmas holiday. I, I love Christmas. Um, and I think that the parks do an amazing job. And we see, you know, over at Epcot with uh, holidays around the world, uh, you can go around and check all those out. You know, I love going over to see like La Bifana and Italy and Father Christmas and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool to see the story and have your kids see the story of different holidays, how they're celebrated around the world. And with Animal Kingdom, you get kind of kind of a uh, African take on Christmas over there, which is really, really neat. Those puppets look cool. We haven't seen those, mm-hmm. but they look really cool. Really, really cool. Magic Kingdom speaks for itself, of course. Hollywood Studios is a very underrated park at Christmas with um, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. I can never say that. Um, say it like Kevin Kessler. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam! Bam! That's it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it's very underrated. So I am super stoked about this. This would actually this would actually bring me to Hollywood Studios probably more often this year. I will probably book this event and go down and check it out, um, which I have not done a ticketed event in a couple years uh, post-COVID. Um, so I, this is this definitely on my radar of something I think I would enjoy because it's something new. And I just hope they knock it out of the park. I mean, like, I hope they go all out. I hope the, the, the shows are incredible. You know, I hope it's not just, hey, we've always kind of done the, the snowing. You know, we've always kind of done the projections on, on Tower of Terror. I hope they add to it. I hope it's got more and more and more and more and more. So it'll be good to get more details, hopefully, leading up to it. Yes. Um, of course, more details will come out as we get closer. Um, it's only going to be 10 select nights in November and December. So, I mean, very, very exclusive. Um, so if this is, sounds like something that you want to do, uh, I would definitely look into it, make the budget because it is kind of expensive. I think it was like 159 per um, ticket mm-hmm. up to 189 So make, it, make that budget. Um, Sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. No, okay, this this is another thing I'm really excited for because I've had experience with it. Um, so do you remember a couple years ago when Disney made the announcement that they were um, pairing with Amazon to put Echo Shows in every um, in every hotel room? I did. And it will... And it will They'll have this feature called Hey Disney, and it, it can help you plan your, your Disney trip and stuff while you're at the hotel. Well... It has now been released to anybody who has an Amazon Echo Show. And let me tell you, we have it. And it is so much fun. Is it? <laughs> yes. Because we've got Echo Show. I've got an Echo Show right here. And so I'm going to have to do this at some point. It is a paid subscription. So, okay. Um, How much I'm is not, it? Do you know? Um, let me see. Because um, the whole oh, Echo thing in the rooms kind of fell through. Like that didn't really end up yeah. happening. Um. I can't say can't say the name because it lights up over here and so it right. starts listening to me. So I'm trying to like use other words, you know that, uh, which is surprising because you think you would think that would be something simple. You actually think that uh, Amazon would just donate those to Disney yeah. just to get product placement in every room. Yeah, I know. And, but what's so to make the Amaz- to make the Echo be normal, you say We're Alexa. both trying to do this. We're uh, both well, trying to do this. I don't have one down here, so we're so I'm good. I just don't want to. I forgot that you're wearing headphones, so I'm good. me yeah. saying Alexa won't shut. It won't start, um, start off. But instead of saying Alexa, you say Hey Disney, and it's a different. So you know, I mean Alexa, you can like choose the the right. voice, but normally it's a woman. With Hey Disney, it's a 
um, like this young sounding voice. He kind of sounds like Buzz Brainerd, if you know who that is. Who's Buzz um, Brainerd? He, so he is a radio host on, why can I not think of the, the country radio station on? The Highway. Yes, there we go. I yes. just guessed. That's the only one I know other than, <laughs> yes. other than Kenny Chesney station. Yeah, That's it. So, yeah. yeah. The, the one that kept coming to my mind was Y2 Country, and I knew gotcha. that wasn't it. So, gotcha. But Buzz Brainerd was also, he did the voiceover work for Disney Channel in the early to, early to mid-2000s. Gotcha. So, um, it, so the guy kind of sounds like that. But, like, if you say, hey, Disney, set a timer for 10 minutes, then a d- random Disney character will pop up. We've had Mickey. We've had Kermit. We've had Animal. We've had... That's fun. Yeah. Like, we've had Stitch. We've had Dory. Like, they're they're all over the place. Um, then you can also say, hey, Disney, tell me a story. And then, like, it will ask who you want to tell the story. And so we've had Anna tell us a story. We've had... Um, we had Dory tell us a story. You know, they kind of use the same characters over and over, which is okay. Um, but my favorite part of it is the soundscapes. So if you say, hey, Disney, play the soundscapes, they have Disney parks. Oh, um, cool. It's like, it's like kind of like Main Street where you can hear the music, but you can also hear the hustle and bustle mm-hmm. of um, like people walking and like just little chatter. Um, they, my favorite is the Coco one. Um, so it just sounds like you're in a... Um, in like a Mexican plaza, uh, just very soft, quiet mariachi music. Um, they have Star Wars. They have Africa for the Lion King. Yeah, so obviously you can tell I am very passionate. I'm very excited about it. Um, like I said, I don't know how much it is. My husband is the one who uh, who got it for us, and he takes care of all our finances. <laughs> so, um, but it's very fun. Sophia loves it. She plays games with it too. So. I say it's worth the money. Oh, it's super cheap. It's five ninety nine a year. Oh my gosh! Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, I mean that's like uh, five ninety nine. Hey, Disney Voice Assistant now available on the US Echo devices. It costs five ninety nine a year to receive uh, the Disney character voices, themed weather stories, all that good stuff. Yeah. So. Dude, six bucks a year. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I am yeah. good. Yeah. It is only available for Echo Show, though. So just so we have two Echo Shows, one in our kitchen and one in our bedroom. So yeah, we have one in our kitchen, one one up here, one in our kitchen, one in our bedroom. Yeah, that's where we have yeah. too. We have yeah. four Amazon Alexas. This is what happens when your husband works for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm excited about this. I'm going to sign up as soon as we get off here. Perfect. And then tell me how much you like it. Okay. So then here's another Disney media thing that I am really excited about. I feel like Dave would be excited about this too. Um, So Disney Plus is going to release 27 restored classic Walt Disney Animation um, shorts. Did you ever watch House of Mouse on Disney Channel? Yes. Okay. So it's stuff like that. Okay, perfect. Um, Yeah. Like, so for those who never watched House of Mouse, sorry, I should not assume that everybody knows what that is because not everybody grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, House of Mouse was a a television show that was on Disney Channel, and it was like Mickey Mouse owned this club, Mm -hmm. dining dining club maybe? Yeah, it's like a club. And... All the Disney characters were invited. You had Disney villains. You had the princesses. You had, I mean, um, Quasimodo and Esmeralda were there. Like, all of the Disney characters were there. Um, And the 
the core group, so Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Daisy, um, and Max worked there. So they were like running it. Um, and so they would show classic shorts, classic Mickey Mouse shorts, classic Donald Duck shorts, classic Goofy shorts. Um, I don't think there were any new ones on them. Maybe they, maybe no, they did create so. new ones. I don't think so. Um, but very fun. Petitioning it for, to get on Disney Plus has been, has been a, a, uh, I lost my train of thought. A has job. been, yes, there we go. Thank you. Um, but so these 27 classic shorts are, I mean, they are going to be from the beginning, um, of, the Disney, the Walt Disney Company. Um, so they are going to start premiering next Friday, July 7th. Um, and I'm just going to name a couple um, that are going to be premiering over the next couple of months um, that I think people might recognize. So next Friday, we have the Skeleton Dance, Love which, it. yes, if you don't know that one, um, you have probably seen the um, the cartoon with spooky scary skeletons Mm -hmm. music attached to it that's not the real music with it but that's how i knew it (laughs) um then the next month we have barnyard olympics from the 1930s um september 5th and through 8th we have the barn dance which i actually have that book um which is really cool yeah uh i'll have to like take a picture of Take a picture of it and put it on uh, the Facebook page, and and then in October we have um, we have Chips Ahoy, which I'm pretty sure is a Donald Duck one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so 27 between now and, or between next Friday and Friday October 6th. So be on the lookout for that. It looks like they're from 1929 to 1956 is the um, the most recent one. So uh, I'm looking up right now. Uh, so couple years ago i got in this phase where i was buying um have you ever seen the metal 10 dvds of like the classic disney vault stuff yes um, i think so you know what i'm talking about yes so i'm looking for the official name here because i've bought uh i've bought a bunch of them if i guess if i look back at my this is what we call just looking on the fly um producing on the fly as you like to say on the fly. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so it's these, it's these like silver tins and people will know what I'm talking about. And it's like, it'll be like classic Mickey and it'll be, you know, from 1920s to 1950s and then classic Mickey volume two, 1950s to, you know, 1990. Um, and then they have all these different ones. And so anyway, I would get in this, I would sit and lay in bed at night and I would start looking at these things and they're really hard to find because it's limited edition. And I would find them on eBay and I would order them. And they would come to the house, and Katie would go, what's that? And I'd be like, oh, it's just a new DVD. Well, she had no idea that I spent, like, sometimes, like, $120 on these <laughs> DVDs. Because they're, like, you know, they're super hard to find. I've still got them looking right at them. They're over there. I'm just, I'm connected with headphones, so I can't walk over and get them. Um, but it's got those shorts on them. And it's really cool now, and I was talking to Riley about this, that this generation, they don't have to go spend $120 on a DVD to find something or go to a Blockbuster and just hope it's there. Like being able to just go to Disney Plus and stream these amazing properties is so much fun for me as a parent, and hopefully it'll pass down to her too. So I'm super excited about this. Like Disney Plus for me, I've loved it. I mean, I've really loved it, but it's gotten a little stagnant for me recently. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the kind of stuff that brings me back in because this is the kind of stuff that I love. So I'm stoked. This This is a good one. I like this one. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I also agree, you know, obviously, you guys know me. Uh, well, Justin, you know me. If you're new to the show, you maybe don't know me. But I am a huge Disney, like, animated person. Um, I love the Disney animated movies. I Talking about this, you can tell I'm very passionate about the um, shorts as well. Um, but I agree, like, when... When Sophia's like, can you choose a Disney movie? I always tend to go towards Snow White. I mean, I don't know how many times we've watched Snow White because I chose it. Um, I tend to go for Dumbo. Dumbo's my favorite, though. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows that. But Lady and the Tramp, like, you know, those, not the newer ones. And not that I don't like the newer ones. I love the newer ones. Like, Anna is my favorite princess now. The 90s, like, I grew up with the, I grew up in the 90s. Like, I grew up with Alan Menken. And Howard Ashman writing my childhood, basically. Right. But there is just something special, especially because those are the ones that Walt touched. Yeah. And so definitely trying to pass that down to Sophia as well. And Amelia eventually. She's, you know. She'll she'll get there. I also (laughs) love the fact, I love looking back at some of these old school, classic, like Snow White and all that. And you look at some of these movies and you look at the runtime and it's like hour, 10 minutes. And you're like, oh, that's great. I mean, we yes. can sit down and enjoy a movie and like it's not two hours or an hour and 45. Like it's bing, bang and like gets a story in and I love it. Yeah. You know what? Another thing I really enjoy watching like the older animation is just like seeing things that would not fly for animation Oh, 100%. Nowadays. Yeah. Like I think the um, the Pluto's Christmas tree one, that's he's one walking in this, he's walking in the snow, but he doesn't make any Makes- footprints. Uh, what's the one where they would? There's a couple where they've just repurposed uh, animation. So like they've, I think it was like, oh, I'm trying to remember now. And something might call me out. I don't care. Uh, I think it was like the Sword in the Stone, and then they repurposed it for another movie after that. Like just the the backdrop and like. Oh the, yeah. Um. So they you know did what I'm that about? with. Yes, I do. So they did that with um, Robin Hood and the Aristocats. That's what um, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also did it with Sleeping Beauty and then to Beauty and the Beast, the yeah. very last one. So, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, it's you can't get away with that anymore. People are gonna call you on it. So I know, right? Well, yeah. I remember like when Frozen came out. Sorry, we're going on another tangent. That's yeah, fine. But um, when Frozen came out, I was like super into Tumblr. Um, if you don't know what Tumblr is, it was a social media website where you like could re reblog stuff. Um, but there was like this uproar in the Disney community um, where it looked like there was a glitch where Elsa when Elsa like pulled her braid during um, let it go and mm-hmm. it's they said that it went through her shoulder it didn't go over her shoulder and people and, are like, losing their minds people are losing their minds <laughs> <laughs> and they're like and people are like what are you seeing or like what does it matter like the, that whole scene is beautiful and they're like well it's Disney they should know better blah 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 uh, I wish I had that much time like I would I right. would pay to have that much time to be irritated about something like that like I don't have time to get irritated these days like I'm just that's why I'm so happy all the time I don't have time to be anything else so <laughs> no I love it okay so how about some lightning round stuff let's roll yep okay so the first thing I don't think you'll be too happy about but I don't know maybe you will so the water tower for Tiana's Bayou Adventure was installed did you see pictures of this I did I did uh you're gonna be surprised so I'm fine with it um look I mean everyone knows that Splash Mountain is my favorite attraction of all time in Walt Disney World but I'm also come to realize and it's it's funny because I'm the first one that stands up and is like 
you know, Disney World always needs to change, you know, it never needs to be stagnant until they take away my favorite thing. And then I'm like, <laughs> but look, it's it's a it's going to be a really cool. Uh, I'm going to throw it in on the new show for the first time. It's going to be a really cool weenie um, to draw <laughs> you back there. You know what I mean? And it's going to be beautiful. I love the double stars. And what mm-hmm. they represent with, uh, I don't, I can't remember you. That's why Ray you do this and show. There, there you are. I knew you. <laughs> I can just lean on Kat. It's perfect. Um, I, I love the stories there. I did see the little video that Disney Imagineering put out of them putting, putting the, the TR on top of there. Uh, I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be, I think everything's going to be okay. And I think in the long run, we're going to love it. I was mad at Maelstrom and turn around, get frozen. It was great. Um, I was actually pretty upset with losing Ellen. I liked Ellen's adventure. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> a great nap ride. <laughs> we, we get, now we get one of the greatest roller coasters in Central Florida. Um, and I was really bummed about the great movie ride. And Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is one of my top four attractions in Walt Disney World. So I'm, no, look, I, I, who am I to say? They haven't let me down yet. So let's roll. I think I know it's different. But I think what we can learn from Maelstrom into Frozen, they are keeping the track. Mm-hmm. So the the ride is essentially the the actual ride is essentially the same. The story around it is not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my VR goggles and put my <laughs> AirPods in, and it's like, how do you do? As I'm just pushing start on a ride through as I go through, <laughs> right? You can't take it away from me, Disney. You did can't it, take um, it away from me. Didn't uh, wasn't there a ride at SeaWorld that had VR? Yeah, they, how sick can you? Yeah, you can ride. Is it Manta? I don't think you read Manta. I don't know. I, look, I, I have an annual pass SeaWorld, and I don't even know this stuff. That's the reason I don't do a SeaWorld podcast. Uh, there is one that you can do VR on. Um, do they still do it? To. I don't know if they still do it or not. I've never done it. So it'd be The only reason I ask is, I, I know I've talked about him before. I follow Tim Trecker on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. He, um, and I, he he's a roller coaster enthusiast, and I just haven't seen... Of course, he, he does p- point of view, so like you can't do point of view in virtual with virtual headsets but yeah so but it looks fun okay next um animal kingdom is celebrating 10 years of the wilderness explorer program which is super fun up is my favorite pixar movie well it's in my top top five favorite pixar movies um well coco that's a big change man i know you went from it's my favorite to top five ten fifteen <laughs> it's up there yeah no it's it's up there um i heard elemental is better than coco so i am excited to see that people have been saying good things about it so Somebody, i'll wait till it comes to disney plus that's what that's what eric said too he was yeah. like hopefully it comes to disney plus soon it's hard to go to disney or to disney to movies with young children it's hard to go to movies period unless it's like a blockbuster like i that's true i'll go see the new indiana jones in theater other than that i just have zero interest in going to the movies anymore like if if i can wait 45 days and see it in the comfort of my own home then i don't i that's the one thing covid just kind of took away was the theater experience like i went the other day Wait, what did we go see? We went and saw something. I went and saw something with Riley. I cannot remember what it was now. That's, that's how much it stuck with me, I guess. Oh, I know what it was. We went and saw Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. We saw that. So I bought uh, tickets. You know, you buy them before you go. You pick your seat. No one's around me. No one. Look, 20 minutes before at the seating chart, still no one's around me. <laughs> Five minutes before the movie starts, there's seats everywhere. Some dude comes and sits right next to me. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you doing? I literally moved three seats down. And I just looked at him like, what are you doing? Like, what? 
there's a whole theater here. You're weird. <laughs> it's a strange thing to do, you know. It is. And I think he got the point because he moved down a seat. Then, you know, like, <laughs> no, you already you already passed the barrier. All right, you've already broke the law. That's not what you do. That's not normal human behavior. Stop it, you know. Um, but I wouldn't have to deal with that in my home. If I'm sitting in my living room and I'm watching Super Mario Brothers and some random stranger comes and sits on my couch next to me, then I've got a real problem. So You don't have to pay $10 for a popcorn and then another yes. 7 for a drink. <laughs> oh, it's so expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and but I anyway, to pee when I need to. So anyway, yeah. Let's yeah, see. going back to the Wilderness Explorers program, we have not done this yet, but I love watching the kids talk to. Like, I love like when I'm walking around and I see the kids talking to um, the Wilderness Explorers, and I, I think you said that Riley has done it. Yeah, the Wilderness must be explored. Kaka kaka, rawr. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll get we'll get Sophia into it maybe next time. We actually haven't taken her to Animal Kingdom. Since 2020, since November 2020, it's like I said, it's just it's hard for us to do because the only thing she can do is Kilimanjaro safaris, the um, Bugs Life. <laughs> we're not doing that <laughs> quite yet. Meltdown. I cannot down wait to do. I was actually talking to a coworker about this the other day, who is also a huge Disney fan. Um, but she doesn't do a Bugs Life because she it makes her feel icky. I'm like, see, it doesn't make me feel icky, like because I I know it's all fake. But I cannot wait for the day that I take Sophia and like just see her freak out. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, when they do the bug spray and the spiders and yeah, yeah it's like when uh, they crawl I, underneath your butt. Yeah, I told Katie or I told Riley this past time. I was like, you will never do this because she she didn't remember it. I guess we hadn't done it in a long time. So just cut like last month we went and did it, and uh, so I told her I was like, you'll never do this attraction without having a screaming kid. Guaranteed, it'll never happen. Um, and sure enough, they're just, you know, just losing their mind. So yeah, well, here, let me, let me jump in on the wilderness explorer real quick for, for parents of kids. This is the, one of the greatest things at animal kingdom. I don't think you need to even wait till your kids get a little bit older because a lot of this stuff is hands-on too, that you're going and you're kind of learning. You can feel it. You can touch it, you know, whether it be like, you know, learning about dinosaurs or insects or different, um, habitats and all this kind of stuff. And even if you don't, you know, finish the book, which it's hard to do. We've only done it a few times in one day. Like, the, but it's been our main priority. Boom, we're not riding much. We're just going to go do this, pop around and get these done. It gives you something to do to break up the day. So your kids are getting stickers. Now, they don't get to put them on their shirts because they're afraid the animals are getting them. They put them in the book. But they've got this. Look, how often do you get something free at Walt Disney World? And so the fact that you can go get this booklet and then you have a map and it's going to like help you get around the park, get you out to the conservation station. You can go out and pet the goats, which I love to do. Uh, <laughs> make sure to grab a brush. They love those brushes. Um, but yeah, it's like for me, Kat, I love it. I hope it's 10 years now and we're celebrating 20 years in 10 because I hope this is something they never get rid of. I agree. Or even if they get rid of, or even if they'd like change it from wilderness explorers to something different, like definitely needs to needs to stay and like you said it can it's educational but it's hands-on too so mm -hmm. very exciting okay our last um lightning round um this one i just i read it and i was like i, I can't do a whole segment on it but i think it's really fun um does the name katherine beaumont sound familiar to you katherine beaumont she sounds like let me guess she sounds like she was in gone with the wind Oh, Mrs. No. Beaumont. You're thinking of Catherine O'Hara. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> um, but, or Scarlett O'Hara. 
for people who are gone with the wind fans, sorry about they're that. Just, they're losing their mind. <laughs> Doesn't she eat an onion out right out of the ground? I've watched Gone with know. the Wind in forever. I haven't watched it in forever either. I think she does. Uh, Gone with the Wind fans, point for Justin. I'm pretty sure she eats just a raw onion out of the ground. So I watched it when I was in fourth grade for the first time. And I've seen it like two other times besides that. Um, but I remember the the thing that I remember the most was that the guy she was in love with was named Ashley. And I was like, that's a girl's name. Wasn't that Rhett Butler? Wasn't that his name? Yes. So she was originally in love with Ashley, but Ashley married somebody else. And then she fell in love with Rhett. So... Cat, let's just quit things. this and just do a Gone with the Wind podcast. <laughs> right. Go crazy for it. 1940s cinema, they would just love it. So it'd be There great. is a Gone with the Wind restaurant in Atlanta that my um, that Eric <laughs> and I ate at for our baby moon. So, I mean, if anybody wants Gone with the Wind information, I gotcha. <laughs> oh, man. But People anyway, no. uh, Catherine Beaumont was the voice of Wendy in Peter Pan, and she was also the voice of Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Now, if anybody has young children, you might know of the show Alice's Wonderland Bakery. And Alice in that show, her great-great-grandmother is Alice from the 1950 movie. or Not 1950, 51. There we go. But Catherine Beaumont is going to be a guest star or a guest voice in an episode for season two. That is all the information I have. It doesn't say like which episode she's going to be guest starring in. Um, so I, that's all I know. But I found it really exciting that I didn't even know that Catherine Beaumont was still alive. Um, so I found it really exciting that she that she is going to. I'm assuming she's reprising her role. That's just an assumption. But I think it will be really fun and I'm going to look it up. I'm excited. <laughs> are you really though <laughs> i'll make sure to check it out <laughs> i think it says june 22nd is when oh, season two comes on. back you put it on my calendar hold on okay june 22nd. Right, oh no on. sorry sorry june 28th at 7 15 a.m just ripped my eracer off too How am I ever gonna, i'm not gonna miss this this uh magical moment in disney history all right here we go okay i'm good cat i got it <laughs> okay I, Dave would appreciate that little piece of yep. trivia, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Let's go. Make the family together. We're going to see. At 7.15 a.m. on a Wednesday. Her role. <laughs> Got it. All right. We're good. <laughs> well, Justin, <laughs> that is all the news I have. <laughs> this has been fun. I think I think these last four minutes have been the best fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, thank you again for having me. I always love coming on chatting news with you. It's so much fun. Um, and man, we've got so much going on over the next two weeks with Disneyland. Everyone's heading out. We're gonna have so much fun out there. It's going to be a blast to see everybody hang out, create memories, last a lifetime. And, uh, look, I mean, right now things are just booming for YDF and for all the shows that we've got going on. Of course, you got DDP today, just celebrated 300 episodes. If you're listening to this, you of course, hopefully listen to that too. But Universal Unleashed, you can go listen to Dan and I over there talk about Universal Orlando. And, of course, we have Nights of Fear coming up. I mentioned that earlier, September 13th through the 17th. But I want to mention a new show, Hometown Kingdom, with our good friends John and Sarah Castano over there. They're bringing Disney into your hometown, your hometown into Disney. I made up that slogan. I don't think they want to use it, but I'm just doing it. I'm just, I'm rolling with it. So, John and Sarah, just you get used to it. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, so, yeah, it's I thought it's that fantastic. was a great description. Like, yeah. I'm like, I can't wait till they do Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the cool part with their show, too, is like, they are going to bring on guests 
to do your town. So like oh, if great. They, for Cincinnati, you would go on as a guest and talk about places you go in your town to kind of keep it magical whenever you can't be in the Disney parks. Oh, um, and like I would do Charleston, you see what I'm saying? And like Joe yeah. would do Daytona and all that kind of, you know, Mike would do Myrtle Beach. So that's the cool part with that show is they can have guests on, you know, they can do part of the show just talking about Disney news, but then they can, or Disney, you know, in general, but they can also have guests on to talk about Cincinnati and all those great places. So, Yeah, John and Sarah, if you're listening, anytime. I love Cincinnati. Although not Wednesday, June twenty something. <laughs> the cat is busy watching Catherine At seven fifteen AM. I'm available yeah. that evening. <laughs> Catherine's Catherine Beaumont reprise her role, so we can't do it there. Uh Kat, thank you so much. Always fun. I, I really appreciate everything you do for the DDP community. You are you are a driving force and, and we appreciate you and we love you guys for that. You're just the greatest. Oh, well, thank you, Justin. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. I, I don't know if I ever am I just talking into a microphone, but I don't care because I'm having a blast. I love talking to Justin and, you know, I've had Kevin on the show, Dan, Joe, Mike, all everybody. I, I love talking to people who are equally passionate about Disney as I am. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys next time. Yeah. Long live Catherine Beaumont. See you soon. <laughs> This has been YDF Media Productions.